guys. Welcome to this week's episode of True Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm your host, Drea. And today we're going to be talking about something that's really the bane of my existence, actually, but we're just going to talk about it anyway because it's fun. It could be kind of a guilty pleasure, but we're going to talk about reality TV shows, what we watch, what we enjoy, all that sort of thing. But before we get into that, let's get into our week updates since it's been a little while since we last spoke with you guys. So, Dre, tell us about how you've been. Oh my gosh, these past two weeks have been total hell for me. Like it's been chaotic at work because my boss has been promoted to being a vice principal at a different high school in our district. And so for like a short period of time, which I haven't even told you this, Alex, but for a short period of time, like it was in the realm of possibility that I was going to take over his role. But then that's been like super shut down by like, not by like my bosses, because like my boss is like my principal my current boss like they've been like pushing it pushing it, pushing it right district they're just like nope we're not doing it like we're not gonna do it and they're just like dude that sucks because like you know like the kids are totally gonna be left astray but whatever they'll figure it out um but yeah it's like really wild because my boss was hoping well he was originally interviewing for the ap job either at our school or at this other school in the district right that he used mm-hmm. to work at there's three schools in our district and so when they were telling him like to prepare for it they were just like oh like keep in mind that like you need to like cater to the other school like you know don't just like cater to the school you're at da, 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 right da. um and so he did really well well actually he did really well in the first round and then the final round he said he totally bombed it which like i don't really believe him right but he says that and then he got offered the job but he got offered the job not at our school, not at the other school he used to work at, at the third school in our district that wasn't even hiring for an AP position. And what happened to that per- that school's AP? So basically, they're going to take the AP that's there, put them at our school right now, and he's going to go there. Interesting. Which I think is so stupid because their argument for it is that like, oh, like Duke's such like a culture person and he's like turned around like, you know, the whole feeling and everything of, you know, the school that we're at, whatever. And the school that he's going to is like the worst one in the district, like zero culture, their ASB program is trash. Like it's just not good. Like it's not, not a good school. And they're, and they're claiming that they want to put him there so that he can like do for that school what he did for our school, you know, but okay. Like that's fine and good, whatever that argument Sure. But the issue is that the AP that they're taking out of that school and putting at South Hills mm-hmm. is like the beloved AP who is like so close with all the teachers and close to the kids. And it's like, why would you take out a person who's already like a culture person for another person who has no ties with anyone there? Like, how is that going to make it better? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, unless I guess they were under the impression that there just needed to be some like fresh blood. Like maybe there's like, you got too stagnant here. So like, you're going to move somewhere else now and we're bringing someone new, not to say that that's a bad thing for, you know, either person, but I don't know. I don't know. People make weird decisions sometimes. Yeah. It's really weird. Like whatever we're over it. Like he was really upset about it, but at this point he's just like, well, what's the point of like moping? Like, I'm just going to like tell myself that it's a good opportunity, whatever. I'm right. like, okay like um and obviously I have to quit because I'm student teaching in the fall so like I submitted my letter of resignation today Ooh, Ugh, I know like I felt so nasty doing it like I sent the email to like our I don't know what she is she like works at district um yeah. 
And she was like, oh, thank you. And then like someone else reached out to me and they're like, oh, like if you're going to quit, you have to like fill out this like official form. And they like sent me the link and I was like this like huge docu-sign thing. I was like, I, Andrea Madrigal, you know, like resigned from this position, effective, da, 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 da. like the super legal form. And I was like, oh my God, like, it's like saddening. Like, it's like scary and saddening. Like, I know I have to do it, but at the same time, right. it's like, I'm giving up such a good job, you know, like a really secure job. Well, that makes it all feel super real too. Yeah. Filling yeah. out all the scary documents, man. It was stressful today. Um, and then yesterday, this is like my last thing, but like I have been, do you remember when we did that paint night, you, me and Amanda, like maybe a few weeks ago. And I told you guys how I had to take like a test the next day for yeah. like my C-sets. And I was like, I didn't study at all. Like I'm going to fail it. Like I know I'm going to fail it. Um, and I failed it. And <laughs> And so here's the thing, like I needed to pass it. Like I need to pass that last test before I student teach in the fall. Um, and the thing is that like when I failed that, that time ago when we were painting, I rescheduled it for like the soonest available date. Cause there's like a certain time period that you can't have like retake the test in. And mm-hmm. so like yet, or yeah, yesterday was like the date. So like, that was a long time. It was like two months or something like that. Um, and I was like stressing because I'm like, I need to get this done because the result, like you get a preliminary report right after you submit it. Like it tells you if you pass or failed, but you don't get the official report until like maybe two months afterwards, like mm. one to two months afterwards. And so like, I need this before the start of fall, which is August. And if I didn't pass it, I would have to wait two months to retake it. And then two months after that to get the results. I'm like, Oh God, I really need to pass it. So like, I was right, yeah. really stressed out. So I took it yesterday and every single question that was on it was the exact same question as like the last time I took it, like exactly the same. Like I had read all the, but here's the thing, like when you take it and you get the results, it doesn't tell you like which questions you got wrong or like what was right or whatever. So I'm like, oh, I don't know what I answered was correct. What do I answer was wrong? So I was like, okay, well. Jesus take the wheel I hope this time that I studied at least my answers are like more right uh-huh. um and so yeah like I finished I submitted it and I was in and out of there super fast and then like she gave me my little hand as I was leaving and I didn't want to look at it like I literally just like closed my eyes and like walked to my car and I like put my stuff down I closed like, like my door and I was like okay right and it's like pass I was like oh my god I was so freaking happy I was like thank you baby Jesus like this is the best thing that can happen like I finished my schoolwork I passed my test I quit my job (laughs) I'm like oh this has been a hectic week see I told you you'd pass I believe in you I know I know and like that's what everyone's telling me like my sister you my parents are just like you're gonna pass you've been studying like you're not dumb like you're smart you know but I was just like but what if I don't (laughs) you know it's just because like if I didn't like I'd be so screwed because like I wouldn't have it in time to student teach so it's just like that like you know like that possible like what if situation so that's why I was like freaking out but it worked out it's all good see now you're all set up to enjoy your summer yeah well that and taking classes well you know it's the thought that counts yeah it'll be good anyways tell us about your week Alex let's see what have I been up to um yeah I mean things have been pretty good pretty chill I feel like the past couple days have been like pretty intense for me in the sense of I started binge watching a new show I told you about this the other day but I started binge watching Attack on Titan 
because literally anyone who's into anime will tell you that you need to watch attack on titan like um someone at church on sunday was you know telling me like why aren't you watching attack on titan why haven't you seen it yet and then um your friend robert Mm -hmm. at your birthday was just kind of like you don't watch attack on titan it's like listen guys here's the thing is that and not that you can relate to this at all because you actually haven't watched the show i'm about to compare it to but to me attack on titan is kind of a lot like game of thrones in the sense where like you watch it and you have to keep watching it because it's really interesting but it hurts you along the way Mm. is it no i feel like i've seen shows like that like breaking bad's a little bit like that well i mean i would compare it to game of thrones in the sense of like so Game of Thrones was notorious for, like, killing off characters that were, like, kind of integral to the plot. Mm. Like, because, you know, you'd think that the formula for most shows is that if they're not going to kill off any main characters, especially, like, not in the beginning. Like, if you're going to kill off a main character, you do it at the end or something. But people are dying all over the place in the show. And I just, like, just now when you had uh, texted me about recording tonight. Mm-hmm. You were watching it. I had just finished the third season, so now I have to start the fourth one. The fourth season is the final season, and it's actually, like, it's one of those things where, like, it's been, I think, a couple years since the last season happened, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the fourth season just recently started. I think it's on hiatus, so, like, part one is out, and it's on hiatus for part two, so I'm not, like, super into the idea of like binging through right away because I feel like you can be able to see the whole season right I could just put it on ice for a little bit <laughs> and also I think my just my brain needs a break my psyche needs a break because I've been just so hurt by the show yeah I feel like you can't really binge shows like that like that's a tough show to binge like it's easy to binge like comedies and stuff right. but like shows that are like emotion packed it's like nah. yeah I feel like I need a palate cleanse now like I'm so I feel so subdued right now because I'm just kind of like man the show what's it doing to me well Alex I have a palate cleanser that we'll talk about later but do you have any um other things that happened to you this week oh okay so one thing that is the general like cool announcement that I texted Dre about earlier today is so if you guys have switch and if you play Mario Party you know that there is a, you know, Mario Party on the Switch that came out a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, and the big disappointment for it was that the online play for it was super whack. So you can only like do like this specific like tournament thing for like mini games. Like you couldn't play the game boards with like your friends online and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that was like its biggest drawback mm-hmm. is that the online playing wasn't that good. And, like, they just, Nintendo just made, like, an announcement that there is a new uh, update for the game. Because, like, that's one really cool thing about games nowadays is that, like, the developers can, like, put out updates. Mm-hmm. So, like, it improves the game. Like, as you're playing it, you're not just stuck with what, you know, whatever game card you have. Right. Necessarily. So, there's a new down, well, yeah, there's a new game download part thing for it where they improve the online gameplay so now you can play boards with your friends and like that's the best part it's so ridiculous I also need to like check on my live or what is it called online status you're so absurd yes so like the other day when I saw her because I saw her a couple days ago I'm just kind of like hey man listen you have a switch and you've had it now for like a cool minute 
do you have an online subscription in my defense though like and I've charged this so now I can check actually but in my defense I started when I first got it on my birthday like I started playing it like I was playing Luigi's Mansion like every day at night before I went to sleep like a little bit here and there and then I completely stopped because I was like nearing the end of my semester and I had all these projects and like mm-hmm. all this stuff going on with work. So I haven't played it in like maybe two weeks. So I'm like, in my defense, I don't know because I haven't touched it, but I will get back on it. Right. So when I was making, like physically making her check, her switch was dead. Yeah. <laughs> was like, That's exactly how it goes. And also... You know, obviously, if you have the online, we should play Mario Party. But also, you need to start getting on top of that Animal Crossing. I know. I know. Well, I wanted to finish Luigi's Mansion first before I started, like, two games at once. But I could probably... Just do both. Because, like... Well, I'm about to come into a lot of time, Alex, because my last day at work is June 15th. So I'm going to have a lot of time after that. So I can do infinite things. Yes, that's true. But anyway, so I feel like that's more or less what my updates are. There's not a ton going on with me right now. Mostly just binge watching Attack on Titan and feeling sad. <laughs> well, okay, well, let's add some happiness to your life and talk about the reality TV shows that we used to watch, like growing up and currently, mm-hmm. I guess, slash. But um, what, okay, so like you didn't, you said that you really didn't watch too many in the day, right? So, well, okay, what I'll say for this is that I watched the most probably when I was younger, but it's mostly like my parents were watching and I was around for it, okay. that sort of thing. Me personally, I don't really like reality TV shows that much. I find them to be pretty annoying just because mm-hmm. like, first of all, most like reality t- TV shows like are scripted. Mm-hmm. So it's not really reality yeah so like you know all these things that you see like I'm trying to find a think of a good example well so I'll I'll say one like one that I used to watch back in the day like with my parents was Big Brother okay I don't know if you've heard of that one I have that was like the like really popular one for a while right oh yeah for really for like probably I don't know over five seasons I think well because I'm pretty positive that it still airs today and the reason I know that is because when the pandemic started, I remember reading an article about Big Brother and the people who were in the house had no idea that like COVID-19 was a thing because like they were in the house during the time that like everything was changing and like you have no like contact with the, the outside world when you're in the house. That's so trippy because I feel like they must have rebooted it or something because I feel like it had to have gone off the air for a certain amount of time. But anyway. I'm sure it did. But anyway, sorry, continue. So as we kind of discussed a little bit, the premise of Big Brother is that, like, there's a bunch of, like, young people who are basically all in this one house together, and, like, the whole idea of it is to be the last one standing in the house, like, to not be the last one voted out, like, by basically, like, being, you know, kind of popular, I guess, in the sense that, you know, the four main alliances, all this whatever, like, with different people, and it was just, like, it was kind of, it was a little trashy, Mm-hmm. like if I'm not gonna lie because like there was know, always the, like a scene where like they were hooking up and stuff right yeah all over mm-hmm. the place I remember yeah so Big Brother is a good example about how that's probably mostly scripted stuff yeah I can see that it's also funny how you're saying how a lot of the reality tv shows that you watch were like when you were younger 
because 99% of the TV shows I watched were also when I was younger. Like I watched one show recently, like within the last like 10 years. And that's the show that I got Alex and we'll talk about that at the end. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you in that whole sense. And mine were also more of like, how do I even explain this? I like fell into it because my sister would watch it like on MTV. And I don't even think that she had too, too much interest or like, you know, like any sort of anything with it. But like, we were just so deprived of like entertainment that we're like, well, I'll put it on, you know? Mm-hmm. So the ones that stick out or like some of the ones that like really stick out for me was, um, I don't know if you ever watched or heard of these three, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and A Chance at Love with Tila Tequila. Well, I've heard of the last two at the very least. But you never heard really of Flavor heard. of Love? I don't feel like I have. Oh my god, sister, let me tell you right now. That was the craziest one. So Tila Tequila is actually really interesting because she was bisexual. And so like her show was like, you know, she's looking for love with like a man or a woman. So like right. for that to be airing at that time, because this was like early 2000s, like that was pretty wild. Like that's pretty taboo right. to be airing during those years. But anyway, um, Flavor of Love, that one was so wild. And I think Rock of Love, like, kind of ripped Flavor of Love because, like, the title and everything. Like, Rock of Love was with, like, Brett Michaels, I think. Is that his name? The singer of Poison. Okay. Is that right? I mean, yeah, I feel like it. I, I think he wore, like, a bandana Bandana, all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, know who it is, but, like, I feel like, I think it was Poison. I think that's what it's called. I think his name was Brett Michaels. I could be crazy. But anyways, like that was like based off of this original one called Flavor of Love. And that was with the like ex-rapper, like Flava Flav. I don't know if you know who that is. I do. And so, okay. Well, it was his show where like he basically like had a bunch of girls come in and then upon entering, he would assign them like nicknames because he couldn't be bothered to remember their real name. And like every episode, kind of like The Bachelor, instead of like giving them roses, they would be presented with like clocks, like around their neck, like a giant like necklace with a clock on it. Cause that's like what he would wear. That's yeah. Like, so like, they're trying to win love with Flavor Flav. Yeah. Which is absurd because he's like not appealing necessarily. I'm just like, what kind of money are they being incentivized with? Like, is there some sort of cash prize at the end as well? <laughs> I mean, living with him, I don't know. It's wild. But, like, there were multiple seasons, so, like, he didn't even, like, end up with, like, the girls, like, long-term. It's stupid. But anyways, um, and the first season was honestly, like, the most wild one. Like, absolutely insane. And I'm sure you know the people that were in it because there are so many memes about it, especially one girl in particular. Her nickname was uh, New York. I don't know what her real name is. But she's always that meme. You know, like, that meme is just, like, me when I get ready to go out and my friends cancel plans or something and it's like that like woman who she's like she has like sunglasses and she's sitting on her bed like legs just crossed and she's just like literally looking straight like with like I sunglasses. have no idea what I have yes, no idea what you that is do. I'm gonna send it to you <laughs> anyone who's like listening is knowing exactly what I'm talking about New York memes she was a legend dude like I can't even oh my god and she ended up getting her own like spin-off afterwards because she was so like outrageous okay I'm gonna share my screen really fast you could describe it because maybe I didn't describe it well enough to our listeners oh yes I've seen that before so yeah it's a girl like she's like sitting on her bed like back against like the headboard and whatever like 
looking almost like she could be asleep but with sunglasses on yeah looking kind of like she's pouting yeah and like there, like all these like she was just such an icon for the show and the reason why was mainly well she was kind of like a terror the whole show but like mm-hmm. there's one scene in particular that like really like if anyone watched the show it's just like oh I know about the pumpkin New York scene and it was basically like this other girl named pumpkin and I don't even know what the situation was like I think pumpkin got voted out like they have like, decided to like kick her out that round and pumpkin in New York had had beef prior and so like as she was walking out pumpkin New York said something to her or something like that or like I don't even know she like said something sassy and pumpkin straight up spits on her face and then New York like pummels her like attacks her and like the security like had to like rip these girls apart and it was like <laughs> like there's no way that was scripted like it was so wild See, that's uh, the thing like I'm hearing you describe all these things that are happening right and I'm sitting here just kind of like man that sounds so dumb like that just makes me so <laughs> mad like blah 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 it was dumb like it was legitimately dumb but like at the time I was like oh my god like what is going on um but yeah that show was actually kind of fun like it was like it was stupid it was really stupid but like looking back to it it was fun but yeah so like rocket love was exactly the same concept but with like i don't even i don't want to stereotype but like with a different type of demographic that went sure. on it. um and the, what was the third <laughs> one i said the third one that was like that oh yeah a chance of love to tequila, tequila i mean that was the same thing she was, it was just trashy but anyways right. okay give us another one of yours that you remember okay so this one is definitely like the primary one and it's one that has not stopped haunting me since the beginning of the show okay so in the beginning we all liked it i will say that okay the top one in my household is survivor like the you know the survival tv show right which by the way has had 40 seasons my god since it it started in the year since it started in the year 2000 so like you know usually when a tv show is like off air like it doesn't come back until like the next like you know kind of year basically yeah so it has two seasons a year essentially okay more or less so it's had 40 seasons this whole time I was over it probably like 20 seasons ago (laughs) yeah that's it's too much like they keep bringing people back they keep adding like these most ridiculous elements ever I don't even know how they keep coming up with challenges anymore I honestly do not understand how this show is still going and my mom loves it so much however however Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so so the most annoying like parts of it to me like now like my mom watching it because I think my dad kind of watches it like Mm -hmm. since it's around on around him but it's mostly my mom so one would arguably say that like the challenges are the best part of it Mm -hmm. and my mom has gone into the really annoying habit the past I don't know how many seasons of fast forwarding through the, the challenges why would you do that I feel like that would be the most interesting part Right, exactly. But she's not really interested in that. She just wants to know how, like, who ends up winning the immunity or whatever, the prize. That's so funny. You're like the so only, weird. The only <laughs> thing that she's really and truly interested in is tribal council at the end. That's so funny. And, like, I guess, like, their interpersonal dynamics when they're at camp. I feel like that is never, like, my, like, when I watch reality TV shows, it's for, like, the challenges and, like, 
the games that they play like that's the part that interests me right so like the only thing I want to watch if I'm have the misfortune of being around uh-huh. is I only want to watch the challenges when she fast forwards through them that's so funny my <laughs> boss like, oh. my boss Duke like loves Survivor like love Survivor like he's always talking about like if I ever go on Survivor like I would take this person and da 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 like it's crazy well dude you have plenty of chances I know, they have, right? They have seasons all the time, so. I know, I should tell him, just like, just apply to it. You um, might as well, because, <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, I'm not saying that, you know, people from different walks of life can't be on the show, because, you know, they definitely can, and they prove that time and time again, mm-hmm. but I'm just kind of like, you're only young for so long, right? Right. <laughs> so I'm just so kind of like, might as well, you know, go while you're still in your physical prime. You're right. So, like, in the, I guess, like, the big three for what I would say was, like, playing all the time, like, when I was growing up was Survivor's one. I already mentioned Big Brother. And then American Idol, mm. which I don't feel like needs that kind of explanation because everyone knows what American Idol is. Yeah. However, I will say that I find it to be extremely annoying now because, yeah. like, it is the most emotionally manipulative show I've ever seen. Yeah. Because, like... And that's what I would say, like, when it transitioned from being a Fox show to an ABC show. So once it's transitioned into being ABC, then they stop showing, you know, the quote-unquote funny auditions, you know? And only, like, brought people up in front of the camera if they had, like, the most, like, horrifying sob story ever. Oh, my God. That's so annoying. Yeah, I would be like, okay, like, we heard this story. Like, I get it. Okay, like, I don't want to, like, just, you know... Yeah, because I'm just like, hey, man, I can appreciate your struggle. I really can. But at the same time, you don't need to be, like, stabbed in the heart by every single contestant on the show, you know? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, it's just like, at some point, it's like, I want to be empathetic, but at some point you start losing your empathy because of just, like, the volume of, like, sob stories you start hearing. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, my whole thing, I guess, with it as well is just kind of, like, you know, it's not the show that's, like, saving them or something. Like, it's just just really weird, I feel like, dynamic and, like, emotional manipulation that's going on. I, feel I hate it. I feel that. <laughs> so I'm just kind of, like, um, the good thing there is, is that, so my mom still watches the show to this day, much to my annoyance. American Idol? Yes. Okay. However, she will fast forward through all the judge commentary. Oh my god, your mom is so weird. <laughs> oh, that's so like, funny. Yeah, she's gotten to the point now where she ha- she doesn't care about the judge commentary at all, probably because she doesn't care for any of the judges at all. Who are the but, judges currently? Um, Blake Shelton. Who Blake had Shelton? To- I thought he was on The Voice. No, I'm I'm lying. Luke, Luke Bryan. Oh, okay, yeah, I was gonna say Blake Shelton's on The Voice for sure. Because I'm, I'm trying to think, because I'm just kind of like, I, I'm picturing, you know, Luke Bryan in my head and just kind of like some, you know, random bland country, country singer <laughs> that I don't care about. <laughs> yeah. so funny. Luke, Luke Bryan, who recently, and I would say recently in the past like couple months, actually like had to be off the show for a little bit and they brought back Paul Abdul because he got COVID. Oh, awkward. He's fine. <laughs> so he's fine and they brought him back after okay. the appropriate amount of time, I guess. So there's him Lionel Richie which Lionel Richie's really cool I actually yeah, like Richie's him cool. as a um host well as a judge and the last one's Katy Perry mm. which love mm, 
I'm not like as on board with it mostly because like uh everyone's attitude like all the contestants attitudes towards her like they're just like unendingly worshipful over her and just kind of like literally she's fine <laughs> I like Katie but but like I feel like yeah I kind of get that I wouldn't worship her if it was someone like Lady Gaga more like but anyway anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah uh one that we both watched that are on both of our lists was America's Best Dance Crew which is so random how would that end up on both of our lists I honestly don't know but like I loved that show like I thought it was so fun to watch like the dances and like randomly like I'll be on YouTube like falling down a hole and I'll be like "Ooh, America's Best Dance Crew season one like <laughs> was that on the walkies you know yeah dude I should really look into that if it's on if I could find clips of it on YouTube because I'm just like I really love that show when I'd be able to like randomly see it when no one else is watching the TV in my house on a weekday which mm-hmm. is very seldom mm-hmm. that I get to watch this show and there's not even like you know live stuff or not live necessarily but like new stuff it was all like ruins yeah. that's then, so funny yeah they took it off the air man I know I really like that show but um another okay so this is a weird one this one I'm just gonna like briefly talk about because I honestly don't even remember but like me and my sister used to be really obsessed with the show when we were younger it was called the mole and like long story short it was like a group there was like a group of contestants and they were working together towards like one common like objective uh-huh. and then they had the opportunity to like vote off people whatever and the people that they would vote off would be the people that they thought was quote-unquote the mole and like there was one contestant in the whole group that was a mole who was like not actually working for the benefit of the group like they're working with the like they're working for the producers to like sabotage the group mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it was like it was kind of like that game that's like really popular now what's it called among us yeah well because it's funny that you say like among us because like to me older like games are coming up in my head like um mafia oh, yeah, werewolf yeah you know the origins of these sort of games because everyone's all about Among Us right now. I'm just like, what about you know Mafia or Werewolf? Those ones well, I mean, I'm trying to be relevant to the kids, but um, yeah, I care used- about the kids. I know you're right. We used to watch that show. It was really weird. I can't tell you anything else about it because I don't remember. It was so long ago. So there was that one, um, and then like there was also one season of the show that I watched in college. Like I used to watch it. Like me and Matt Wheeler were like really obsessed with it. It was called, mm-hmm. I think it was called The Chase. Mm-hmm. And it was like an, it was kind of like a Survivor-esque game show. Not really, because you don't, well, no, you didn't vote people off, I don't think. But like, long story short, it was like the Hunger Games, but in like real life. And like, you didn't die. You just got like kicked off, whatever. And mm-hmm. so like, you had like a partner, like you were in teams of two and you like represented a different, like, I don't know, color or something. And mm-hmm. then you'd be thrown into this like arena, like this map, like open wilderness. And like, you'd have to like, survive and like you had like paint guns or something you like kill the other people if you ever like came across them or or no it was like tag oh yeah it was called like tag or something like that I don't know it was like this giant game of tag but it was like high stakes tag and it was like they only got one season it was really entertaining when it was on but like it was weird (laughs) that sounds pretty weird Hmm. (laughs) interesting um so I'd say one for me was like family feud does that count as a reality tv show or is that just a game show you know what you're right it doesn't count i don't know why i put it on there but it feels kind of reality-ish too as well sometimes because i'm just kind of like these people with their guesses i don't even understand but anyway you're (laughs) right i'm taking that one off but i do Um, like that as a game show let me put that out there yeah i don't know why i put that one i'm losing my mind i'm telling you but anyway um 
So a different one then is uh, Nanny 911. And like, I remember that one. That sort of thing, or like, you know, Super Nanny or whatever, where like these people's kids Mm -hmm. were like the craziest ever. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't even understand how they get that way in watching, you know, these nannies like supposedly like fix their house, fix their kids. Was that show the same show as Super Nanny? Well, it's the same premise. Oh, okay. Where there's misbehaving kids and they bring in a nanny who like tells the parents, you guys are the worst at being was, parents. Was the nanny always like a British woman? I think Super Nanny was. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Not really. But, you know, actually in that same vein, that's something that I did watch occasionally was Wife Swap. Oh, I remember Wife Swap. Yeah. I do remember that it was on like MTV right maybe something like that but like that was one of the craziest shows ever like oh I feel really underappreciated or whatever by my family or I just want a different experience so I'm gonna swap into someone else's family it's It's like like, that idea is insane it's so insane especially like you know if you go from a house like where you know there's still like you know help for you like your kids don't like totally ignore you or whatever and like your husband helps out or whatever going into house which is like you're basically a servant because like I remember seeing ones like that Mm -hmm. and it's like the craziest thing and then like here's the thing is that like both families like would be crazy or whatever right like both families you don't want to be in that situation Mm -hmm. but they'd be driven so crazy by the you know swapped wife that they'd just be like, oh, I have this totally new appreciation for my, you know, spouse or mom or whoever. And it was kind of like, you guys are all the worst. Yeah, I remember that show. It was really problematic and, like, stupid. But, yeah, good call. That was, like, a deep cut. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, two shows that I watched that were, like, so random and, like, so weird that were, like, in similar veins was, like, the Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson show. And they were, like, mm-hmm. the Newlyweds, I think it was called. Okay. And the Hulk Hogan show. Hulk Hogan show. It was literally just like, it was like the Ozzy Osbourne show, but like Hulk Hogan. It was so random. And I don't know why I watched it. (laughs) I have no interest in pro wrestling, like zero interest. Is that why you call everyone brother? (laughs) You know, it might be. (laughs) And that is like, that is a very like deep rooted thing. Because this show, I watched this show when I was like eight. And, and, I that's call people, why and I call people like brother and like sister all the freaking time. So I'm like, oh, maybe. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, those shows are, those shows are stupid. Like literally the Jessica Simpson, Nick Lachey show was literally just like designed to make her look like a dumb person. Mm-hmm. Like it was just always like every situation, any opportunity they got to make her look stupid, they would, which is like sad and like mean. And then the Hulk Hogan show was like, it was it was so screwed like there was one episode I'll give you an example there was one episode where like the daughter Brooke she left her birth control on the counter like just open in the middle of everything and mm-hmm. like Hulk comes home and he's just like what the f like da, 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 what is this he's like freaking out and so like he like freaks out at like the the I don't even know like he's freaking out with his friends he's just freaking out so eventually Brooke comes home with the mom and he's like ready to like lay into her and be like what the f is this like under my house and she's just like I literally take this it's 
like doctor uh, prescribed for my cramps. And the mom was like, yeah, Hulk, I took her. I knew about this. I just knew you would freak out like this. So I never told you. It's like, there's no way, first of all, that like she would just randomly leave her birth control in the middle of like, in the middle of yeah. nowhere, you know, just laying out like that. You got to take care of that. You know, you got to know where it is at all times. And then like, it's just so like opportune or like such a perfect opportunity for like this to have like happened. Like it, it was just so like, I was like, okay, this is so unbelievable. That was literally the last episode I watched. I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Sounds horrible. Oh my goodness. It was really bad. It was really So my really stupid one that like I don't I wouldn't say necessarily that I hate to admit that I'd watch it, but you know, it's definitely one of those ones that like this is like I could barely stand it actually. Like I could only watch a few episodes. He's keeping up with the Kardashians. Like never watched it. You don't ever need to. You really don't. It's kind of the worst. Yeah. I mean, as most reality shows are that follow families, as you expressed with the Hulk Hogan show. <laughs> so I feel like we don't need to spend too much time on that because as one can, you know, assume it just wasn't good. It wasn't a good time. It was just basically a bunch of them fighting and then being at the end. Oh, but we're family. We love each other. The only like good thing that came out of the show is like the random memes that like I'll see. Oh like, yeah. I, I remember there was like one where like it's who is it? It's Courtney and Chloe, I think. And like Chloe is like in Courtney's backyard and she's like, like Courtney, why do, why is there no Wi-Fi? And she's just like, because like I don't want the radiation. We don't have routers and blah, blah, blah. and Chloe's like getting pissed and she's like, my Snapchat won't go through. And Courtney's like, no, the radiation. And Chloe's like, God dang it, like if the radiation's gonna kill you, at least go out with a nice snap going through. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Like, oh like things goodness. like that are really funny, but like I wouldn't be able to like actually sit down and watch this like it, this insane show. Yeah, it was really insane. Um, so then two other ones. One um, was actually America's Next Top Model. I watched that like one episode. It was, I mean, I don't really like necessarily the judging aspect of it, but I thought that all the modeling pictures were kind of cool. Like, yeah. you know, just all the behind the scenes and that sort of thing of that was pretty cool to watch. Um all of them were super mean to each other on there though so mm-hmm. it's like that was always kind of a bummer to see mm-hmm. but anyway I didn't watch that for that long either but one thing one show run reality TV oh no mm, I feel like it's on the precipice of being reality TV but not really actually I'm, I'm gonna take it off so that's gonna be I'm taking that one off however I will give an honorable mention for a uh, reality TV no I'm like, finish a thought. <laughs> okay, well, I have an honorable mention, and I think yeah. you also like this show. And it recently got rebrought on to Hulu, Fear Factor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I watched that stressed. so often when I was young. Yeah, dude. Holy that was smokes. a stressful show. Like, I, I started rewatching it, like, now as an adult, and like, it's really because I remember being a kid and being like, oh, I could totally do this stuff. Like, I could totally be on this show. That, and then like looking at like rewatching as an adult, I'm like, hell no, would I ever go on this show? Like, heck no, I'm not doing this. Yeah, really, because I feel like, well, the second um, challenge on that show is always either the gross or like creepy one. Yeah. So, like, that usually involved like sitting in tanks with snakes. 
Mm. Like, with getting snakes poured on you, I'm just kind of like, that's my literal nightmare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I don't need that. Or, like, drinking a shake of bugs or something. I feel like I could probably do most of the eating ones, probably. Really? I More than in a tank of rats, you know? I'd have to really think about it, but I'm leaning more towards the tanks of, you know, things over eating anything. So you would rather be in a tank of snakes than just eat a smoothie of, like, ants, you know, something like that. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't know until I was really presented with it. My rationale. you You know how I am about food and textures. You really know this about me. I know but like I guess my rationale for it is like people in different parts of the world eat these things like you know like there was like one where they're eating crickets I'm like in Mexico they eat crickets you know like they eat scorpions you know like it's not an outrageous thought it's just like in our society it's an outrageous thought so I'm like if I just take myself out of like what Americans tell me it's normal you know so that's my rationale with it. I'd just never be on Fear Factor. I'd be like, no. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. I would never either. But if I was, anyway. So the reason why this whole conversation about reality TV shows has come up between the two of us is because I was hanging out with Drea the other day. And she's just like, hey, have you heard of this show called The Circle? And me, not even thinking reality TV, is just like, <laughs> yeah, I think I might have heard of it. And she's like, well, let me just like, let's just watch one episode because I think you <laughs> knew that if you were to cop to what it was, I'd have been just like, no, uh-huh. I don't want to watch this. I know so, you too well. <laughs> so just go ahead. Tell our listeners here what the show is all about. God in heaven. So long story short, I was broken into this in a very similar vein as Alex was. Because my sister kept on telling me, have you watched Circle? Have you watched Circle? Have you watched Circle? Will you watch it? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, Danielle, I'm busy. I'm not trying to get into a new show. La, la, la. Mother's Day comes around. We're not doing anything. Danielle's like, oh, I'm just going to put one episode of The Circle on. And I'm like, whatever. And so basically it's the show and it's kind of like, okay, so it's like a reality TV show, a game show where like the contestants that are on there are all competing to win a $100,000 prize. But right. the like the form of competition is that it is all virtual, like it's all via social media and they have to create like social media profiles and only interact through like texting, DMing, you know, things like that. Yeah. And the thing is that like you can set up your social media profile to be like yourself or you can catfish and like come in as a totally random other person. Uh-huh. And so, like, the whole time, you like, when you're talking to these people, like, via social media, you don't know if you're talking to, like, a real person or you're talking to, like, a total, like, catfish. And so, like, that's the whole premise. And then, like, every episode, the whole group, like, votes on the people that they think are, like, the top influencers. And the top influencers end up getting to choose, like, who gets kicked out of the circle. And it sounds outrageous. Mm-hmm. But it's so interesting. <laughs> so here's the thing is that, like, how I felt at the beginning of the show really just like changed like five episodes in because I I feel like we watched like five episodes yeah, while we were sitting like there. So like in the beginning, like pretty much after they set up their profiles and whatever, like they have to go around and rate each other's profiles. Like that's how like someone gets picked to be an influencer is that, you know, the other people who are competing like your profile that much. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, initially it's based solely on, you know, superficial stuff because they haven't talked to each other yet at all. Mm-hmm. They haven't DM'd each other. They haven't done any of that stuff. So like it's purely superficial and whatever. And it actually, and one of the reasons why it actually kind of hooks me is that while like the premise of this is like pretty superficial and I kind of think annoying because I really don't like the idea of social media being, you know, king and then influencers and blah, 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 mm-hmm. is that these people like really liked or well, base their ratings the second time around on like who is the most likable person really mm-hmm. the like the you know contestant who came in who was just kind of like I think social media is dumb I'm just gonna be myself blah, blah, blah. like <laughs> he was in the top two mm-hmm. in the second you know ranking he became an influencer just by trying to be a good person mm-hmm. is he getting pumped super hard by a catfish absolutely man (laughs) it was just like it was so conflicting because at the beginning like when they were introducing like all the contestants and whatever and like kind of giving their stories like I was super like oh I'm all about these catfish man like because this whole premise is so dumb but Mm -hmm. then you start getting like kind of hurt by it yeah like like, as a bystander like watching it I'm just kind of like I feel so bad for the people getting catfished yeah it is like and especially because like so when you get voted off you have like one or like a, an option to visit one other person in the circle and actually meet them face to face. Right. And two, you leave like a video message for the entire circle to watch the next day. Mm-hmm. So it's like at some point, because only one person can win it, obviously, and there's multiple catfish, at some point, the catfish are going to like either have to visit someone or someone's going to visit them their video is going to be released and it's just like oh my gosh the drama like there's going to be heartbreak like it's it's a lot this show is very good at creating like episode to episode cliffhangers that reel you into the next one because Mm -hmm. like they won't like you know the key results or the key like the meeting up or like whatever doesn't happen until like the episode after so they get you to watch the next episode because like, you have to know what the results are. Like, that's how it got me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I just want to know what happens here. Mm-hmm. But then you, they get you into like, you know, watching the next and you're like, I might as well watch it. I, now I'm just like, I'm in this now. Yeah. I'm, I feel a little bit of shame about it, but yes, I'm, I'm <laughs> in it now. But I, I was, yeah. Cause I was saying, you know, to her earlier, I'm just like, I'm so depressed from, you know, watching all this attack on Titan and just being hurt by the show that I feel like I need to watch a couple more episodes of the circle just to like make myself Clint. feel better. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely like a, it's, it's hard to say it's a feel good show because like I said, it's like stressful in the sense of like, Oh my God, like they're going to be heartbroken. They're going to be shocked. Da, 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 da. But at the same time, it's also like a really feel good show, especially season one. Because, like, like you said, like, it's so cute how, like, if you're just yourself and you're a good person, like, it kind of, like, goes to show who comes up, who comes out on top in the end, well, you know? And the thing is, and I can only, you know, speak for the, you know, contestants who are on the show, like, as of episode five, because, like, one mechanic of the game thus far is, like, when someone got voted out, they brought in a new contestant, which right. I want to see how they end up just, like, narrowing it down, because obviously it has to get down to one, so how are they going to do that? Mm-hmm. but um all the people that they bring in they sure surely they have their annoying traits about them and their annoying habits and being like way too superficial blah, blah, blah. but in reality they're all nice people mm-hmm. like they're very likable people mm-hmm. 
so like you kind of just end up feeling for all of them so just like I don't even know who I want to win this thing at all because I'm just like you're all you know pretty nice even though you're annoying that was the that was a pretty good thing at the end because like there are people that I have like an affinity towards but at the end because you just get to know these people so deeply that you're just like honestly I would just be okay with whoever wins it you know mm-hmm. so it's a, it's a feel-good show in that sense like definitely I can't wait for you to see the rest of season one so that we can actually talk about it at length. I will say, though, that honestly, at this point, I don't want any of the catfish to win just on principle. Mm -hmm. Like, I know, like, bravo for you for being able to really, like, um, trick everyone that whole time. But it just feels dirty to want them to win. That's hilarious because when you first saw the catfish, you're like, I'm here for it. I want them to go all the way. da 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 (laughs) I changed my mind. I know the show gets you like the show really like changes your opinion on it. Cause like you said, like I thought, I thought it was stupid. Like I was telling Alex when we were watching the first episode, everything that she was saying when we were watching the first episode was like exactly what I said when I watched the first episode. Like I was like, screw that person. Like this is dumb. Like da da da, you know? And then as it keeps going, you're like, Oh, wait a second. Like, <laughs> yeah. And especially, especially since I'm not generally a person to talk back to the TV, like, as, like, I'm watching a show, but, like, this is one of those ones where you're just kind of, like, like, there's a guy on there who is, like, particularly kind of being a tool, and we're just kind of, like, who cares about you? (laughs) He he thought he had, like, all the girls in the competition on lock, and he really didn't, like, Mm -hmm. he, like, because you could see on the other side, which I also said to Dre is, like, a really cool thing, because, like, you know, obviously, you know, both of us being, you know, females are on, like, one side of, you know, male-to-female interaction, where, like, guys think that they're being, like, super cool, but, like, we read the messenger, we're like, ugh. Yeah. And it literally showed that, and it's kind of like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, this, this show is definitely something that, like, it's unique in the sense that I feel like a lot of times when I'm watching like reality TV shows because it's scripted and they want to have a certain like they always want the villain character they always want like you the girl the good girl character like they want the stereotypes um and so I feel like a lot of times like you're annoyed with the result or you're like angry and you're just like that's so annoying like this person should have left but I feel like this show in particular is very like it reflects the viewer's desires you know what I mean yeah kind of because, like, even, like, the first two episodes, like, the first two people that get voted off, like, were exactly the people I'm, like, if this person doesn't leave, I'm quitting. And then they <laughs> left. And I was, like, oh, sick. You know, like, I would have thought that, like, they would have stayed because, you know, like, they're that stereotypical character that's annoying and, like, this is this. I mean, I guess that's maybe, like, one of those things about, like, since they haven't met each other, like, they kind of just have to assume that, you know, someone's a catfish. Mm -hmm. it's not like necessarily basing things solely off of like how people appear like it's how like you present yourself even if it's like in in an online way like the way that you talk to other people and Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. that matters anyway so that's our spiel for the circle I suppose (laughs) go watch it guys Netflix and I suppose that I'll go watch it after this to (laughs) cleanse my cleanse my palate after attack on titan because I'm just like so depressed literally but anyway yeah so we're just a quick podcast for today guys something fun lighthearted. um and then next week we'll be back with something a little bit more scripted uh we'll put more effort into it i promise but it's yeah been this a is tough couple weeks, okay. <laughs> it's been a tough couple weeks exactly but thanks <laughs> thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week bye bye, bye.